not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with Betsy. This is Tina. And we are so happy that you're here with us today. <sighs> We're just kind of in this. Uh, we've been talking. <laughs> it, it's kind of a, a, a funk. I, I call it the blue Ooh. funk. That's what I call it. The blue funk. It's it's like, <laughs> can anybody relate to me out there? It's just those people days are shaking where, their hands. Yeah, it's just those <laughs> days where you just feel like you're swimming through the mud or something, you know, spinning your wheels, or it's just kind of blah. And you're like, Lord, what are you doing? Like, yeah. What's going on? And so today our topic is the resurrection. <laughs> and we were talking earlier. <laughs> you said, I bet you this is how they felt. Yeah. After Jesus died. I thought, wow, you know, you're probably right. Well, and it was, it was interesting to me because I have just felt so like an overwhelmed feeling today with big question marks of like, what's going on? What is this supposed to look like? All of these questions. And I'm just thinking this is all about me, which by the way, just a tip, most of the time it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time it's actually bigger than just us. Yeah. And And I texted with a friend and she was feeling the same way. She's in a different life stage than I am. She's feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. Another friend posted on her story um, that she was feeling similarly. And I was like, okay, okay, God, Mm -hmm. what's going on? Yeah. You know, just in five minutes, I'm that's three right there. So I know we are not alone. (laughs) No, we're not. And I mean, I woke up this morning and I'm like, oh, like, and I'm a morning person. So I was like, wow, I'm like already sapped for the day. Like what's going on here? There's, it's almost like there's a heaviness in the atmosphere. Yes. There's a heaviness. And like, if you think about that, like this isn't new. So, you know, if you're thinking about, we talked about the death of Jesus last week and you think about the, the men and women who had walked with him. You think about John and Mary and Martha. You think about these people and, and he's died and they're, you know, going to anoint his body with the spices and they're, and they're going, what is going on? What, what, like, there must've been I don't confusion. Understand. Yeah. The confusion and in, in all of that, because what he was saying was, you know, that I would have to die and then be raised again. And then all of this stuff. And I mean, you and I know if you haven't walked through something, you don't know what to expect. Right. And oh, so they Tina, didn't know say it again. Say it again. I, can I even remember what I said? 
if you haven't walked through something, you don't know what to expect when you're going in it. So why do we expect ourselves to know what to do in places we've never been before? I don't know. Cause I think we like to be in control. I mean, I know me. Okay. So I'll just share a little bit about what's going over here with me. Okay. So Rod and I decided in the last couple of months, we're putting our house on the market. Right. And that's a little scary because we know it's going to sell probably within hours of it hitting the market. Right. And that's like next week. So, you know, and we selling is great in this market, but buying is not so hot in this market. And been there, done that. We're Go removing back to the December podcasts. <laughs> right, right. So we're going back. To, we're going to move to the Charlotte area from where we are now. And, you know, I, I've been looking at houses, but you look at houses and then like the next day they're gone, you know, and I, yeah. I'm looking at, at Rodfather and I'm like, uh, where are we going and what are we doing? And so you don't, I don't know what to expect. Although I will tell you when I moved here where I am now, that God went before us in every little detail of it. And because he did that, I keep going back to, okay, you're going to be in every little detail in this, but it's, yeah, I can't expect it to be the same. So there's the expectations, right? Yeah, I can't expect it to look the same, but I can expect God to be faithful in it. Yes. Yes. And, you know, Tina, like they were remembering things that he had said to them. Yeah. That, that, I mean, they were starting to recall those things that he had said to him and go, wait a minute. He said, didn't he say, hey, John, what did he say when like those things were mm-hmm. starting to play in their minds? At, they just didn't know how to connect the pieces. They didn't know what the, the end picture was going to look like so it's like you're recalling his faithfulness of what he did before you're remembering what happened before Mm -hmm. to give you courage to be at peace where you are right now right yeah absolutely but I think that takes like this was a first for them I'm now on my second go round on this right yeah that's true when you're in it for the first time and you don't know what to expect there's a certain amount of heaviness and overwhelm in that. And he'd been dead for three days. Yeah. So they had had time to just kind of ruminate in what was going on and to begin to feel that blue funk move in of, wow, maybe he really is gone. Maybe he's dead. It just what didn't we go like do? we thought. Isn't that the way it is all the time though? I think the older I get, the more I realize God doesn't work in the ways that I think he's going to. It's always different. There's always an opportunity for offense or an invitation for relationship. That's right. So are we going to step into this opportunity to be offended that things didn't go the way we thought they would? Or are we going to be invited in to figure out what is he trying to teach me or show me about himself that I don't know yet. Yeah. And I I think that's the key. So when you and I have been talking, you knew what was going on and I told you what we were going to do. And we were kind of texting back and forth about that. And I said, I, it's going to be a big lesson for me in time management 
because raising kids on your knees moves on ministry moves on. It doesn't matter what's going on in my personal life. Right. And you said it's an invitation from God. And those words spoke life to me. And I went, it is an invitation. It is these times that are overwhelming or these times that are hard or these times in the blue funk are an invitation from our good father, as you would say, to enter into relationship with him and walk with him through it. You know, and as I have reminded myself that this is that invitation yeah, to sit there and walk with God in it. It doesn't mean there isn't the blue funk because obviously there is today. Yeah. But it does mean that God's there in it with me. And I, and he's, he's giving me the strength and the courage to walk through it. Does that make sense? Yes. Perfect sense. And I like, I just want to say to you moms out there, like if you're hearing this and you're like, yeah, I'm feeling that thing Tina's talking about right now. Like I feel that have grace for yourself in this place. Mm-hmm. Like shame is not from the Lord. No. Um, so if you're like, I had a challenging moment this morning and felt like I had a big parent fail, but I cleaned my mess up as best that I could. So I mm-hmm. made apologies where I needed to make them. I got a good perspective on the situation before it was closed out And instead of beating myself up about that, which is from the enemy, Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to leave that at the feet of Jesus and know I'm moving on. Yeah. And if you're, if you're like in the heat of the mess, if you don't understand and you're not sure what, you know, where this is going or what's that, like, understand you got to have grace for you. You have it for all the people around you. I promise you all. You're like, oh, my poor kids. They just don't (laughs) understand. This is hard for them. Well, sister, it's hard for you too. It is. And it's okay to to be sad or angry or Mm -hmm. discouraged. All of those things are real emotions. Your emotions are just trying to lead you to a safe place. And the safe place is with the Lord. Right. And he can give us what we need right when we need it. He can, you know, this is kind of a funny analogy to what you just said, but one of the things that I I tell the girls in the zoom room is if you've stepped in poop, the best thing you can do is stop walking around, right? (laughs) Because you're just spreading it, right? (laughs) And then you said, I cleaned it up as best I can. Isn't that the truth when you step in it? Yeah. Shoes, you clean them up as best you can, right? Sometimes there's some lingering odor. You know, yeah. the more you walk, the more you walk and you continue to move forward, the better it gets. Yeah. Right. And you just have to keep moving forward. You know, you do your best to clean it up, but walk into those invitations with the Lord, you know, when you've blown it, because we all blow it as moms. I've blown yeah. it big time with my kids and oh. I've, I've had to go back and say, dude, I am so sorry. Will you forgive yeah. me? Yeah. You forgive me for what I just said or what I just did. And you do, you feel bad when you walk away. It's like, Oh, I should have never said that as a parent. What you don't make mistakes. Yeah. You know? Yes. And, and you just, you keep moving forward, but that and whole, you, don't let the funk take you over. Don't let that blue funk take you over. No. And, and the moving forward thing that you said, Tina, that's so 
on, I mean, we do not have to see the entire picture to take a step forward. I mean, if -mm. you think about the verse that said, you know, he's a light to my path as the, what is that one? Oh, for Pete's sakes. He is Um, a, a, a lamp into, lamp my, into feet my feet and a light and into a light my I think that's 118, Psalm 1824. Is that what it is? And Maybe. so the, so like, that's like right in front of you. That's not like, you know, 50 yards down the path. It's like, he's got you right here. Just do the next thing. That's Just right. Keep doing the next thing in grace with your have grace for yourself, but do the next thing. And if you think about the story of Jesus's resurrection, they just did the next thing they knew to do. The women right. went to the tomb to put the spices on his body because it was the next thing they knew to do. And it was in the going that the gardener <laughs> showed up or so they thought. And, right. and she says, Mary, I think it was Mary or yeah. was it Martha? Mary. It was says, Mary. Mm-hmm. Says to him, where have you... That, you know, I don't know where he is. Where have you put him? And he says, Mary, yet yeah, was Mary. He calls her name and she knows immediately that it's him. And so it's in our next steps that he reveals more of who he is to us. Right. Like there's something about his character that he's wanting to show us about him. He wants a, our relationship to grow. And so as we step and continue to go forward in faith, even though we don't understand, y'all, we're not going to understand everything. Let's just no. lay that down. That's right. And it's okay if we don't understand. So yes. that, that verse is not Psalm 118, 24. It's Psalm 119, 105. Oh, I'm in 119 right now. I'm right. not that far yet, but I'm yeah. in that chapter right now. It says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. So here's the deal. Okay. I heard one of our pastors spoke on this once and he said, if you try to look beyond what that light is lighting up, you're looking into darkness and that's going to cause you confusion and overwhelming chaos. Come on. You have to look right in front of you. You have to look at what that light is shining on. And that's the next step you take. You just take that next step. I call it making the donuts some days. You just got it. You remember the old Dunkin' Donuts? You guys yes, all know I that I know the Dunkin' Donuts. So <laughs> the, the old Dunkin' Donuts commercials where you're like, gotta make the donuts. Well, sometimes you just gotta make the donuts whether you feel like it or not, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's that walking in that, just that light that you have, because until you take that next step, the next step isn't gonna be lit. Yes. Step is lit. So until I take that next step, I'm not going to see the step beyond that. Yes. And we keep trying to jump steps like it's hopscotch or something, right? (laughs) (laughs) And it's not, you know, we just got to take that next step. And so that's what they were doing. Mary showed up at the tomb and she was taking the next step. She was bringing the spices because that's what they did. Mm. And even Mm. in her overwhelm and her sadness. Mary was, this was Mary Magdalene. God had set her free from demons. Was it like seven demons or something like this? Yeah. It was a mess. And she loved him so much, so much. And he loved her and she was just doing the next thing. Even in her sorrow, she was just doing that next thing. And had she not done the next thing, 
she would have never seen an empty tomb. Yes. She would have never seen it. Guys, we got to just take the next step and do it whether we feel in the blue funk or not. And maybe, maybe that next step for you is just to maybe take a time out for yourself and have a cup of coffee. Maybe, you know, sit down and, and read the word and just take your next step. What is that? Well, and you know, it's interesting that you say that because we often think that it looks like doing something necessarily like working Mm -hmm. and and because you said that, I wouldn't have thought of this, but I mean, what I feel like the Lord's been inviting me to is like, Hey, like, I know that you have all these questions and I know you don't understand, but like, I want to do this with you, mm-hmm. but you don't have to work it out. Like it's like, meet with me, like yeah. sit with me. If you've got a question, ask me, I'll help you. Right. Don't just try to do and do and do like the rat race and, and just going around the hamster wheel, mm-hmm. like Sometimes it is just being still with him. It's in those times of being still that I hear the next step. You know, you and I were talking about this just before we came on today and how I was in my quiet time and God was like, crystal clear. This is the next step you need to take in ministry. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. You know, but had I not been still before him, I might've missed that moment. Yeah. Or had I not been still enough to hear him say, I need you to read first and second Thessalonians and first and second Timothy and Titus, because those are the things that he wanted me to read to take me to that place. Yeah. You no. Know? And it's just that it's that continual walk of he- hearing the Holy spirit and then walking in, in obedience to what he's calling you to do. That's all and it is. He meets us right where we are, Tina. I mean, it's like. Yes, I've been dealing with this, these overwhelming things. Just, I feel like the enemy's just been trying to nail me. But this morning in my devotional time, he went ahead of me every single thing in my mm-hmm. time this morning was exactly about where I am today. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't have put that together on my own in a million years. It would have taken me to put all that together. And he, every, I have a stack of things I'm working through right now. And every single thing I picked up, nailed it right on the head. Every one of them. Because he, he loves you. And he, he loves each one of us individually like that. Yes. He meets yes. us right where we are. And, but we have to let him. And I, I just feel so often that we don't allow him that space. Well, and if you think about in the space they were in, if you Mm -hmm. think about Peter, Mm -hmm. Jesus came and met Peter on the bank. They had all gone back to fishing and they're out there and Peter is a mess. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's feeling shame and condemnation and overwhelm. And for Pete's sakes, they're back fishing again. They don't know what to do. And, (laughs) and he, he, you know, he's, carrying the load of what was I thinking? I told him I would never, you know, um, turn away from him, betray him. And yet, look, I did exactly what he said I would do. And, and I can't fix it. That like, he, like, that's what Peter felt like. I can't fix this. And now he's gone. And and now he's gone. And all I know to do is fish. That's all I got is fishing. Mm -hmm. And, and, 
God, Jesus shows up right there on the beach and meets Peter right where he is. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, Peter, I mean, what he's saying in all of that, you know, feed my sheep, feed my, he's saying, Peter, I got you. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, just do the next thing. Like yep. let my people, like I, you're good. I'm with you. Like, and so, yeah. you know, I don't know what you're, you're struggling with today, ladies, but the bottom line is it, it doesn't matter how big it feels to you. The Lord has absolutely got you in this. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And he does. He meets us right there. But don't you think so often we don't allow that space in our lives? We're yes. too busy trying to fix it ourselves. We're too, yes. you know, we're on Google and we're going, okay, here's my symptoms in this. I'm probably... <laughs> I probably have cancer, you know, and we're trying to fix it ourselves. We're trying to, you know, analyze what's going on instead of going to the one who knows us better than anybody and saying, Mm -hmm. what's wrong with me? I, I, I I will do that. I'll walk around my Lord. What's wrong with me today? What is my issue? Like I am just in a funk today and he'll, he'll talk to me or I'll turn on praise and worship. And I'll start worshiping him because that will bring you out of the blue funk quicker than anything. I think, (laughs) you know, just plug yourself in, put your earphones in or whatever you need to do, but making that space for him to be able to minister to me in that. Yeah. I'm too busy trying to fix it myself or I'm too busy going back to fishing. Well, and you know, the Israelites, when they were demanding a king and the Lord was telling, like saying, but I'm that for you. And yet they wouldn't be satisfied. They just wanted to have it like everybody else had it. Mm -hmm. And, and the reality is there are situations in our lives where we just, we think if it could just be like such and so situation, like if it could just, if my life could just be like that. And the Lord's like, no, no, no. Like you don't want that. Like you want what. I have for you. Right. And let me be that thing you think you need. Let me be that for you. Right. But don't you think so often in the middle of all of this mess and like when we get in these places, we want to run back to the familiar. Yes. But the familiar is a trap. The familiar is a trap. It keeps us stuck in the past where we need to be. We need to have that hope and that courage to move forward and not run back to what's familiar. What's familiar keeps so many people from moving forward in their walk with Christ because they're afraid to give up what's familiar. And you know, that's a good question for us to be asking. Like, is there something that I am holding onto because it's familiar that's actually holding me back? Yeah. Um, That's a, that's a question I want to ask and find out. But I mean, the men went fishing that's where yeah. they were. They were back in the familiar because they didn't know what to do next, but right. it's okay. Cause he met them there too. It, That's it's right. not like he, he didn't show up and go shame on you. What were you doing fishing? Then he's like, come on. I made breakfast for you. Yeah, right. On, fellas. Right. I'm glad to see you. Right. And he, he, and he extended them an invitation to meet him in um, the upper meet. Um, oh, for Pete's sakes. Um, come on acts yes Um, oh when the holy spirit showed up yeah come on upper room did they call that the upper room i don't remember what they called it but he extended he but he said to them Uh uh-huh go 
Like he gave them a next step yes. past his resurrection. He right. said, imagine if they hadn't done that. Imagine yes, if I, it, they, they were all together, like all the, they were all together and they were waiting like for the next you know, step. That there were people who gave up on that. That, that group was bigger initially than it was when the fulfillment of that came to be. Right. But it's like, if we'll just slow down <laughs> and yeah. be willing to come to the breakfast, he will help us to navigate what the next step is. Now that doesn't mean that he's going to give us 20 steps because usually we'll just try to go from zero to 20 instead of, you know, three and seven and nine and along the way, which right. we actually need those numbers in we between. Do. We do. Yes. What, and he, so, go ahead. Oh, you were talking about his ascension, you know, and he, he said to them, it's not for you to know the time or the dates the father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy spirit comes on you and you'll be witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And then he, then, and this is acts chapter one. And in verse nine, he says, after he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. Here they're standing, you know, verse 10, they were looking intently up into the sky as he was going when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. And they said in verse 11, men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. I just, You're standing I just... there, but God was so good. He has these angels show up and go, dudes. What are you looking for? <laughs> He'll come back, you know? And so then that's when they went and, you know, they were praying, they were waiting and praying and the yeah. Holy spirit showed up and, um, chapter two, but you know, isn't that what we do? Like something happens and we get in the blue funk and we just stand there and look like, what do yes. I What's and if you think about that, Tina, like they were in the funk mm-hmm. before he before he was resurrected. So then he's res- like, so then he's alive. Right. So they're interacting with him. Right. And, and so then, and then he's gone again. And then he goes, he's there, they're standing there and he goes up in the sky in front of them, which I'm just like, Oh my word. And, and they're still good standing there going, what in the world? I mean, exactly. question marks. So it's like, no interaction, question marks, huge interaction, question marks. So can right. we just get comfortable with question marks? <laughs> I think that's the point. We do. We need to be comfortable in those uncomfortable places because yeah. we trust in Christ. Yeah. And, and guys, you're not going to get yeah. this like right away. Like Betsy and I have been doing this for a while now and we're still <laughs> going, uh, you know, it does get a little bit easier. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I said to you in the beginning, like none of like, I should be like a crazy woman right now, but I have so much peace, but I think that's just growth. That's just growing yes. in Christ, you know, and, well, understanding. and this morning I broke down with my husband and my husband, bless him. He, that's the one thing that's a struggle for him are tears. He just has a hard time with tears. And, uh, but he has grown in that area yeah. and, And, um, I think about that and I think it has been a long time since I have done that growth. Yeah. I mean, 
Yes, I broke yeah. down today. Okay. Sometimes we need to do that. Yeah. Sometimes I just need a good cry. Oh yeah. Like oh, I yeah. know I can feel it coming and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to have a little breakdown and I'll be okay. And then I'll move on <laughs> and it's okay. Like I'll just have a little breakdown, yes. you know, I'll be crying and Rod will be like, are you all right? And I'm like, I'm fine. Just let me cry. I'll, you know, or yeah. I'll, you know, and I'll be all right. Just there is the shame in the process. There's yeah. not shame. It somehow cleans everything out. Yeah, I feel pretty good right now. <laughs> good. <laughs> Look at that. Just in the process of doing this podcast, you're all better. Oh, Sometimes I, women need to talk. Yeah. You, you know, the best therapy, the best therapist you could have is a best friend, a good girlfriend that's going to point you back to Jesus. That's the best Every therapy time. any of us could have. Yeah. That's my, that's good for me. Well, I just, I want, I hope, and my prayer is that as we've spent a little bit looking back at the, at the resurrection of Jesus and the fact that they were in the midst of questions and struggles and weariness and not understanding that we could have somehow find grace for our own selves in our process. And that um, as we walk forward, that we'll go, okay, it's all right. It's a question. It's okay. I don't understand. Right. Right. And that, and that we'll just take that next step we know to take. And if we don't really know what the next step is, to take then maybe we just sit down and be still in front of it and just wait that's right just be still and wait it's okay so let me pray for us yes lord we just thank you for these mamas we thank you that they're on the front lines with their children with their husbands with their work with their in their homes we thank you that they are making a difference we bind the enemy who's been trying to steal from them to make them think that what they're doing doesn't matter, that they're not seen or heard, that they don't have a voice, that they aren't smart enough to understand. And, and we stand with them and we thank you that mm-hmm. you chose them, that you have anointed them to do what is before them to do. We thank you that it's not going to look like the neighbor or the friend. It's mm-hmm. going to look like what you have for them. And we break off unreasonable expectations that we have of our own selves that are impossible for us to meet. And we just ask that you would help us to walk in who you say we are, that we would, um, we would have peace today, right where we are, and that we would boldly take the next step before us in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Amen. how valuable your time is and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today we hope you've been encouraged you can find betsy at gatheringaround.com and tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org enjoy your day and we will see you again next week